Hey guys, welcome back to the Podcasters Podcast. Today, me and Kane are going to be talking about YouTube, specifically how you can leverage YouTube for your podcast, how your podcast should be formatted on YouTube, the different type of content you should post on YouTube, how to work their algorithm, etc., etc. Yeah, so I think when people say, I'm going to use YouTube for my podcast, it's like slap the video version on YouTube, right? That's not going to do anything for most people. So let's start with the posting schedule on YouTube. So if you're doing a conversational or interview podcast, let's say it's 30 minutes upwards, because I know some are 60, some are 90. What we do on average is the full length version of the podcast on YouTube, then seven shorts. So daily posting on shorts. So finding 60 second or less clips. And then what we call excerpts, which is sort of mid-length content, which could be 5, 12, 15 minutes, something like that. And you'll get about one to three of those per week. So to recap, you've got your full-length version, one to three of these excerpts that are sort of 5, 10 minutes long, and then daily shorts. That is optimal from what we've seen across a bunch of different types of podcasts, the best way to grow. Now, your shorts are going to get the big views, and then hopefully that will get people to land on your content. So see it as a funnel within YouTube for your content. Daily shorts, you're going to get good virality, really good views, even from a brand new or you know very small account. Those excerpts are sort of five to 15 minutes. Why are these important? Well, first of all, most people don't care about you until they've listened to you and they've bought into you yet, right? So to think someone's going to listen to a 90-minute long podcast the first time or even the second or third time they land on your YouTube channel? Probably not because you need to respect your audience's time. So giving them sort of the best bits. So within an hour-long interview, you might have five or six sub-conversations, right? Tangents where you're talking about, okay, what were you doing before your podcast? So when I do an interview, it generally follows a similar structure. What were you doing before? Why did you start one? What are some of the ways you've monetized it? What are some of the other benefits of podcasting you've got that aren't monetary? What are your plans? What are your goals? And, um, you know, what advice do you have for other podcasters? So generally, there's other stuff within it. But that follows a that typical timeline. Exactly. So those are each sub conversations or chapters, if you like, within an overall interview. Each of those, if the content is good, can be an excerpt that's you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes, roughly within that range, nothing longer than 15 ever. So that is going to be a small buy-in from somebody to go from a highly edited 30-second clip to, okay, I'm clicking on you. Oh, there's a pre-roll ad. Okay, fine. I'll watch that for five seconds and skip. All right, now I'm watching your content. Oh, this is pretty good. And obviously, this is just an excerpt. So it's not going to be really choppy or highly edited like a super short form bit of content is and who like jre clips right joe rogan he revolutionized this this is how his youtube and his podcast blew up because if you've got a three-hour interview with somebody you're not sure if you know that well or you're not sure if it's worth it i used to this all the time there was a guest that came i didn't know who they were and or i did but i didn't really care i would go to jre clips i would see the titles and the thumbnails of all of these excerpts that are like five, 10 minutes long. And I would see the topics that they were talking about. And then I would decide whether I'm going to watch the full length or if I just watch a couple of those excerpts. I was actually going to refer to the titles because 
it's you're doubling your SEO, really, aren't you? We've spoken before. I think you referenced that YouTube is the second biggest search engine, and it's owned by the biggest Google, right? So having an excerpt is a really good chance to have a whole different title about a specific piece of content within the content. Exactly. A, th- a different thumbnail. And I know this is how I found a lot of podcasts or originally when I'd only kind of watch them through YouTube would be, oh, I see this video, 10 minutes. Oh, they talk about this. Like it might be about something going on in the news. It's a really good way to turn a bit of evergreen content into news jacking. If you talk like, if you're interviewing a boxer and then you talk about an influencer boxing match, for example, having one that's titled with a Logan Paul KSI or another influencer-based boxer, for just for the excerpt, that can then drag a lot of people to that and it's like, oh, I, I, I want to see the rest of the conversation now, right? So it's, there's double the chance of you getting found through search engine optimization. You've got a whole nother thumbnail. It's for growth. It's definitely something everyone should be doing with their full length. Yeah, so I, I say a rough rule of thumb, 90% of your content should be evergreen. Your long form content gives you 10%. Now that 10% could be a whole episode is very, very topical. Like we did another episode on the changes YouTube are making with integrating into podcasting. Very, very topical. It's news jacket, right? But on a lot of the other episodes we do, it could just, or let's say an interview, it could just be a couple of your questions out of an hour long interview with somebody else. So it doesn't have to be one out of 10 episodes. It could be one out of 10 questions. And like you say, that can then be put up as an excerpt. It can also be put up as a short. Um, so what I would really, really try and ingrain into people is those one to three excerpts they're going to be the catalyst to your biggest growth because people might not subscribe through shorts some will but you're not going to get a huge number of people but you get a lot of people that will spend a lot of watch hours on your account and you know like comment subscribe from those excerpts because there'll be a lot of people that only watch them and not the full length and there'll be a lot of people that watch those and then go to the full length because it was so good so for that reason it's vital that you pick quality over quantity that's why i say one to three you don't want to be posting every single excerpt sub conversation chapter whatever you want to call it out of that 60 minute because then you've just got let's say six 10 minute clips and the 60 minute one but most of it would be crap so with youtube your longer form content you want it so that every single one hits shorts social media clips it doesn't matter you can be a lot more experimental so if you want to make sure you're being smart with your time upload the shorts and whichever one does really best like does the best does really well make that section your excerpt so if you've uploaded sort of four or five shorts in a row one of them gets double the views that the rest of them does go back into the edit find that excerpt where it's you know, you've condensed it down to 30 seconds but find that sort of five seven minute clip upload that with a new title new thumbnail and that's going to perform much better. So don't always upload, say, three excerpts or two excerpts if you've done an interview and sort of in your heart of hearts, you watch that and go, that's a bit crap. Do you know what I mean? Don't upload it. Make sure every single... Now, is every single one you're going to upload hit? No. But at least when you're editing and uploading, at least believe it's going yeah. to. Do you know what I mean? If you think, that's fucking dry... Don't upload it then because it's only going to harm your channel. So when people say, oh, I want to do a YouTube version of my podcast to grow it. No, no. If you're just slapping 60 minute long, you know, Zoom interviews on there with a subpar title and thumbnails, nobody's going to watch it. And then if you keep uploading content, 
and it keeps getting nothing, YouTube's just going to learn this creator sucks and I'm not going to push their content out. So with some people, we even start with just shorts. So leading up to a launch of podcasts, we only upload shorts for a week or two before, get some traction, then we can sort of see already what content's landing with people, where your audience is. So then when we do the big launch of your podcast, it's got someone to show it to already because it already understands what type of person likes that. So a very basic understanding of most social media algorithms and YouTube is I have a billion data sets about these users and I can listen, I can see, I understand what content is within this video and I'm not surfacing it to people you tell me to through tags or anything like that. It's if you're talking about these things from the data I have of all these users, I believe they'll be interested in that. If they're only engaging in classic car content, I will show them classic car content, not podcast about podcasting content, right? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it, it's very good at understanding that. So if you can feed it some clips earlier on, it's then going to do better. So with some channels that we've like come in to try and fix, we've actually scrapped all long form content, just done shorts. Then we start with excerpts. Then the excerpts that do really well, even if it's older content, we'll do the longer form content and you work your way up to doing sort of the, f- the full stuff. We, f- we do find that typically excerpts work better, right? Because yeah. often if someone wants to listen to a whole podcast, they'll want to listen to it rather than sit there and watch it. But a 10-minute video is a lot easier to consume than a 60-minute video, right? So, yeah, the excerpts seem to be the best-performing video when you take shorts out of the equation um, over the, over the long-form stuff. Um, moving on to how you format your video, right? So, so a big misconception, and most people do it wrong, is the first 30 seconds right if those first 30 seconds are the same on every video that's crap yeah it needs to be bespoke what's even better particularly for youtube more so than the audio platforms is having actual content from the middle at the start so you can typically with the audio interviews you'll be like oh i've just interviewed xyz we talked about this and this this that's great even better to do especially for for like i say the video channels is actually take that content and put it at the start right have 30 seconds of five second clips from loads of bits from throughout because YouTube has an algorithm that will reward you based on retention after 30 seconds. So you need your retention to be as high as possible after 30 seconds, unless anything's changed in the last month or so. That's what it, what it has been. So get people to get 30 seconds, then have your intro be it like a five second jingle or whatever, and then get into the content from the very start. But have 30 seconds, Stephen Bartlett does it really well, 30 seconds of content from the middle, the juiciest bits, not in their entirety. So like almost a sneak peek style and then get into the intro then get into the content yeah because retention is massive yeah you you need to tease what's coming you basically need to use those 30 seconds as your shop window to sell why you're going to stay for the next 60 minutes right and when you put that sort of sort of pressure on yourself as an editor to think okay shit i've got 30 seconds to convince somebody to give me an entire hour of their day right that's what so when you're looking at your let's say your um titles and your thumbnails if i was a complete stranger does that really grab me does it stand out to other competitors in terms of colors branding does it tell me what's in this clip but teases it enough that i need to click on it then once i've clicked on it within the first 30 seconds have i done enough 
to convince people to stay for at least another sort of 10 minutes, right? To tease what's coming up. You need to be really strict on yourself to think everything you do is to get them to do the next step, right? So literally look at YouTube as your funnel, right? Is your shorts edited enough? And does it tease enough to get somebody to listen to a five-minute excerpt or a 10-minute excerpt? Does that lead some, is that content good enough to get somebody to click on the 60-minute? Does that, you know, intro grab me enough to want to sit there for the next 60 minutes? And it's just, it's really difficult. It's, it, it takes a lot of time. And then also there is an element of throw some stuff at the wall and see what your audience likes. If you're a new creator, you won't know what people like, right? I, th- I, you know, with this new Instagram we've created, it's been 35 days, 40 days or something. And only now have I sort of seen a theme of what clips do people actually like? Do you need a certain amount of data to really go, oh, okay, this is the stuff that people like. I can do more of that. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's testing, isn't it? But you can't do that if you're not consistent, which is why you've got to be consistent for that first period. Go through the hard times and when it doesn't work, you'll get the results and then you can kind of look back and see what works. But if you're not doing it consistently, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Now, why do you care about YouTube? So first of all, don't do it if you're balancing a bunch of other plates. If you've got poor quality content, either your camera and your mic, it all sucks. Don't do it because it won't perform well. It's a waste of time. If you're doing it just because it's the, quote, right thing to do, but you don't have time or don't have somebody there to help you to do the thumbnails that will do your content justice, because I'm sure your content's amazing, or to do the edits that will do it justice, don't worry. Do the audio and double down. But why might you want to do the YouTube? Well, like you said, second largest search engine in the world after Google, number one. Monetization, join the partner program, 1,000 subscribers, 4,000 watch hours. You can now earn passively on your old content and obviously all your new content. You can improve how much you're earning from sponsors on your audio podcast. If you package it in, you can sponsor the audio and the video together. And on the topic of SEO and appearing on search results, I also think for most how-to content, you should probably turn that into a blog as well. So from just a few people that I've seen recently that have done, like, we use Omni Studio, right? We embed that into people's websites. And just from the titles and the show notes and the audio and things, like, people are, like, doubling their traffic within, like, 30 days from this. So being on YouTube and also embedding your podcast onto your website, if you have one, you can start getting a lot of organic traffic through Google, which is really, really important because if you're let's say a coach consultant or you know you're solving a problem and you're doing how-to content i think that can be really powerful because most people right let's say this they google how to start podcast they're probably going to google for that or you know how to monetize my podcast or how to grow my podcast these are questions people are searching on google so by doing a blog by going on youtube and things like that you can then appear on google search results more easily so just a quick tip on the end there yeah nice one if any of you out there looking for some bespoke help with YouTube, you know where to find us. Our details are down below to reach out. Um, and that's about it, I think. Go on, till next time. Adios.